We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Gil, what podcasts are you listening to these only days? Mine, only mine. Only the No Chill <laughs> There's some podcast. other good ones out there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. There's competition in the space, but they don't do it quite like the No Chill Podcast does. It? Not quite. You know where the best place to get your podcast is? Of course. Where? In the mountains of the Himalayas. Mm. <laughs> Play it from the Himalayas. Yeah. Of course. You're right. I, I, I love the Himalaya app. I like I, the interface is cool. The tech is cool. You can get every podcast you like there. Um, so for us, th- that was the best partner. They have a great selection of playlists. You can comment. What it's, do you like about it? I mean, easy to use. Best of all, it's free. You know, there you go. You know, why wouldn't you want to download something that was free? You know, so I don't know what you're waiting for. We could talk about it all day. Just go out there and get this episode on the Himalaya app. It's free to download. Go to the App Store, enter Himalaya, follow us when you get there. Of course. Listen, they're only going to follow us. I don't know who else Himalaya has, but as long as no chill is on it, baby, we're number one. <laughs> Top of the list. <laughs> on this episode of the No Chill Podcast, we take some time to explain some comments Gilbert made about the WNBA a few years back. Yes, they of course got him in some hot water, but as we discuss, it does not deny the talent and skill level of the players, but for the league to cross over to mass appeal, it comes down to marketing. Continuing on the theme of appeal, Gil examines a player who he fully appreciates now in Kawhi Leonard, mainly in the superior skill set he possesses. And while we're at it, we get all the way into the skill versus athleticism argument and the MJ or Kobe question. Plenty to wrap your head around on this episode, so let's get right into it. As always, look for the No Chill Podcast on the Himalaya app. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to check out the No Chill channel on YouTube. All right, Gil, so the the NBA season is winding down. Mm -hmm. But as they say, basketball never stops. Yeah, free agency in the summer, summer league, yeah, FIBA this summer. FIBA? Yeah. Team USA? Sorry, we won't bring up Team USA, right? What's but FIBA? we also have That's seen... a sport in America? <laughs> it's actually a sport in the world. Uh, it just shows you how big basketball is. But we also have the WNBA. That's in full swing right now, too. And... You're a guy a few years ago that got some attention for a take that you had on the WNBA. We need to we need to unpack that a little bit. Uh, okay. So are you interviewing me? 
No, this okay. is a conversation. Oh, come, okay. Come. But you brought this to my attention, mm-hmm. and I feel like the person that you were a couple years ago, maybe, has more information at their hands, has had his opinion changed a little bit. We're going to find out. Opin- no. No? Okay. <laughs> no, <I'm>, <laughs> First no. thing we found out, <laughs> opinion <laughs> hasn't changed. No, no. The se- okay. I, I wasn't... Si- I- I wasn't trying to say they need to wear bathing suits mm-hmm. to play. Like, I wasn't really trying to say that. I just seen a video, and the idea came to my attention. Which was? That they need to look more appealing for the opposite sex. And, you know, reading comments and, you know, talking to, you know, former players... You know, something about women ballers, they're just as tough as guys. So in their minds, I don't want to look sexy for, you know, I want to I want to go out there and play basketball. Well, yeah, that's same thing with us as, you know, male athletes. We don't want to look sexy while we're playing. We just want to play. I, I got a rude awakening when I was in Washington and said, hey, we want to market you a little bit better. We need to market you towards, you know, the female audience, the female and the gay audience. So um, we need to have a, uh, a makeover. And then they, we, we went through a whole little makeover and, you know, how to pull my jersey out. Don't wipe, you know, my face from the top part of the jersey because it looks all dirty up here. Uh, pull your shirt out. Show your abs. Wipe it. Really? Tuck, yeah. Swear to God. Tuck it into your tuck it into your boxers, not your shorts, so the women and they can see in your buttocks because you have a nice <laughs> little buttocks for a male athlete. You know, so, so I really look at your like features. I'm, like I'm really like sitting there, like these what are we talking about fucking here? Jokes, like <laughs> like and they're like, yeah, you know, you, your shorts are way too long. You know, pull them up a little bit, let people see your legs. Like this is what this is what I'm actually going like in a in a time where baggy was the thing. They're telling me to. Tighten it up. Let everyone see your physique more. Like, you know, play more to the women crowd. What was your reaction to that? I did it. You know, they had to convince me, Mm -hmm. like, marketing-wise. And sure enough, my brand, like, blew up. It skyrocketed, especially to the female female fans. Mm -hmm. Um, So so talking about the WNBA, you were thinking along those lines where it's got to be appealing not just to basketball fans or um let's say kids but yeah that's what i said it's beyond basketball it's beyond it like you know the question was why don't we make money like the same amount of money just like the males because your fan base the fan base your fans be asked does not spend money like males do, you know, there's no woman, you know, fan coming to the, 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 the arena that's going to chug down three or four or five beers, you know, then go in there and buy their kids pointless items of jerseys. And I already bought one jersey, got dirty. I need to buy the white one. Then I'm going to buy this. And then the hand, that's a, that's the males that do that. The dummies, us four or five hot dogs. Like, no, 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 no woman in the stands is scarfing down two hot dogs. So if the money is not being driven inside that arena and tickets, how are you going to get paid? 
So if you're not bringing the mail to the arena, how are you going to get the mail a dollar? You know, and I understand I don't want to be sexy. I don't want to look sexy. I want to play. I'm a basketball player. Well, there's a business too. Like, so if you want to be paid more, you have to sell your brand, period. Like, even if you, even if you don't like men, that doesn't stop men from liking you. Like, and that's just, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That doesn't, it doesn't have nothing to do with your sexuality. Like, <laughs> I don't, I'm not gay, but I still got to appeal. Mm -hmm. You know, if, that, if that's what the fan base says, I got to appeal to them anyway. Mm -hmm. You know, they keep the dollar going. Like, that's, that's how I get my contract. So when I was speaking, it's like, well, how do we even know you? Like, you know, there's like, well, you need to look at our talent. You know, judge us off our talent. Well, at the end of the day, like, what is bringing me to arena? Like, why am I, why am I going there in the first place? I mean, you should go because you like basketball. But yeah, as a basketball fan, no, but that's what I'm saying. As a basketball player, yes, I watch, you know, women's basketball. But you're talking about men. Mm -hmm. And yes, we're sexist, obviously. Yeah. I mean, if you don't, if you want to know how sexist a man is, just do a, a survey and say, all right, do you watch volleyball? No. All right, who has the best butts in volleyball during FIBA time? Brazil. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, we know what we want to watch. We know when to watch it. Like, you know, Team Brazil will be the most watched, mm -hmm. you know, volleyball team in sports. Like, Serena Williams. Like, we look at, we, that's what turns us to tennis. You know, so when you know. I mean, Serena also is, is the a, best but tennis player. Why? Are we, but you have to get us to look at it first. Like, you know. Tarazi, Diana, I've, you know, I was, um, I known about her early in high school because we went to Jordan camp together. Um, so I already knew, you know, what she did, who she was, how she played, you know, so I always followed her. But for the average male fan, I mean, they was like, well, why do we want to watch? She can't dunk. Well, Steph Curry can't dunk, but they shoot about the same. Actually, 75% uh, of the women's league shoots like Steph Curry. <laughs> They're all shooters. But you would never know. You know, it's like, you know, the, the whole league is ran like Golden State. Fast. They're, they're European style. You know, but you would never know because no one, no one wants to go to the game. So, you know, when I was making that, when I was making the comments, it's more of a business. It's more of a business comment than... Let's say your comments were extreme. Uh-huh. So what you meant was it has to get to a point where it's going to appeal to a broader audience. Everyone. Like, mm -hmm. like, it's like you think of, uh, remember LeBron, I'm not sure if it was his first, it was one of his early Nike commercials and he had all the different characters of LeBron, mm -hmm. right? What did, if you remember that commercial, he's in a pool shirtless running mm -hmm. in the water. Yeah. But that's what he, I'm saying. It, I see it, what you're saying. Even though we don't like McDonald's. Have you ever seen an overweight fat person? Doing a commercial for McDonald's? No. But that's most of the people who's going to eat McDonald's. Not some sexy model. But they're going to make sure that when they're, when they're advertising their, their food, the, the sexy model is being the person that's advertising the food, even though she doesn't eat the food. You know, so when you think about sports, why is Brady so popular? Oh, he's handsome to the women. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that's, that's a great, Odell, that, no, but Odell that's a great example. Right? Like you because... have, like, they, they, 
Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you that, I mean, not even, athletes are naturally in shape. So they naturally are attractive just because, but, but just because they have the body. necessarily obese, except mm-hmm. for my guy, Ruiz, that beat Anthony Joshua, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mexican yeah, that, Rocky. Yeah. Uh, that was a great upset. But, but I'm saying it, what people see is that eyeball test. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if Tom Brady's good, you know? Yeah, but I know, like that guy. Yeah, you oh, just see him good, on a, you, you see him on a man. Oh yeah, he looks like who? Brad Pitt. You know, yeah. you know. So you get the fan base. That's how. Or it works the other way. Yeah. That dude is goofy looking, but damn. But that's what I'm saying. But that's how he has the woman fan base. Mm-hmm. So for female athletes, the male is is your attract not, not your attraction, but that's attracted to you. So you know, Skylar Diggs. Mm-hmm. You know, you got Sue Bird, Lisa Leslie, mm-hmm. Candace Park. You know, those. Okay. Oh, she's. She's, she's a sexy basketball player. That's automatically. So we're going to follow her automatically. Mm-hmm. Now, now you we go to the game, and now you got this skillful guard coming down, shaking the hell out of people. Like, oh, shit, she's nice. Mm-hmm. And, like, mm-hmm. you start getting that. but It, like, makes them more appealing to you. Yes. More but, attractive. But right now, as we speak, whoever runs the league, they're so outdated. I mean, they're they're outdated. They're, they're sitting in probably the, the early 2000s. I mean, no offense, but... From the style of the look, early 2000. Like, I don't know if they're not looking at the NBA. When you say style of the look, what do you mean? Okay, early 2000s for the NBA was what? Baggy pants, baggy. Mm-hmm. That's their look. Their their shorts are over. Ba- their shorts are bigger than the NBA shorts. Their jerseys are bigger than the NBA jerseys. Like, the NBA realized, wait a minute, we need to clean it up. Come on, tighten them short. Now you got Daisy Dukes. Now you mm-hmm. got you got players even tucking their shorts even mm-hmm. smaller because the, now they're realizing. You roll them up at yeah, the waist. Yeah, I, 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 the women love long legs, <laughs> athletic legs. Like the game, my game sells to the male. My appearance sells to the women, you know. And that's what the NBA. That's why the jerseys started tightening up. That's why the jerseys look a little bit fit. Like with the, with the the WNBA, everything is still baggy. You know, so it's like everything is baggy. The style of play is 80s. Like, this is, you play in brute, like, you got to remember, they're not athletic. So if you're not athletic. They are athletic in a different way. They're and, not going to Vince and, Carter dunk What I'm saying people. is they're not, I know what you're saying. they're not our athletic. And they're like, aware of they? that. So if you're not that athletic, there should be more freedom. You should, Steve Nash, they, they should be, you know, the guards should be looking like Steve Nash. The freedom to move. As they like the skills should be like you should highlight their skill. So the foul, the, the fact that they foul harder, foul more aggressive, like they play harder, it it just actually makes the game look non-appealing you for think- for a fan. Like you got to remember, it's more of a business mind. Like if there's no hand checking in women's basketball, if there's no aggressive fouling, what ends up happening? More shots. More threes, more highlights, more skill, Higher more movement. That's the, now you're looking at a game full of Steve Nash's, Chris Pauls, Kyrie Irving's. Like that's now that's something somebody want to see because you got to remember they do have shakes because they work out with men. They work out with the same trainer, so they have all the bop. But as long as I can shove and push you and elbow you and pull you, like <laughs> like you ever seen women's soccer? Clemson. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like they're more. That's what I was gonna say. You said they play harder. Is that true? It's hard to quantify, but is yeah, they foul harder. they play harder. They they foul more aggressive. It's more of a. That's what I said. It's more of a brutal, 
brutal sport than it is basketball. Like, you know, the NBA started realizing, listen, look, I understand, like, there's no defense and you can and we want some defensive stops and blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. But when someone hears, oh, my God, she scored 50. Who scored 50? Tarasi scored 50. What? I want to go to the next game. She scored 50. Mm -hmm. Like, she scored 40 in 10 minutes. I want to go to that game. I don't care. They just scored 130. I want to go to that game. Like 16, 17, eh. Man, that's, that's expected. Like, give the illusion. Like, James Harden scoring 36 a game. Like, like, like think about the, the, the viewership of what he was doing that was on Houston. The way Greek the Freak was playing this year made everyone actually think Bucks had a chance. It was the same team from last year. They just added two new pieces that was not stars. So it really didn't upgrade <laughs> their actual talent. But I think that's, I mean, look, they've been around, WNBA has been around since 1996. Mm -hmm. It's 23 seasons now. And they've had stars. You just named a few. Lisa Leslie, Diana Taurasi, Sue Bird, um, you know, Candace Parker is probably their most noteworthy player now. Mm -hmm. they, they, you build a league around stars, especially basketball. Yeah, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. It's like the separation between the star and the average player is really not that. There's, there's not. It's 20, 20 to 19. Because you got to remember, they're all playing on the same playing field. You know, so somebody like Candace Parker, you know, you got to remember, some some of these women are skilled. They're, I got to remember, for them to be W, they, they have to be skilled. You know, like when we talk about skill and talent, skill, that means you're Kyrie, you're, you're Steph. You have to be talking more, about handle. You have to be more, yeah, you have to be more skillful than someone like Westbrook who has raw, natural talent. Like... Like, Raw athleticism. Like Greek the Freak saying, you know what? Mm -hmm. I need to be more skillful. Mm -hmm. I need to learn how to dribble, move, and post up. Like, skill. Like, you got to remember, WNBA, they're skilled players. So, let them use their skills. Mm -hmm. Like, so, there's no holding. There's no hand checking. We're going to allow more movement. There's no throwing elbow. We're, we're taking all that brutal basketball out of it. We're allowing more freedom for the more skilled players to evolve. Now, what ends up happening now, once the rules change, someone's going to average 30 a game. Now, if you heard someone averaging 30 a game, you're going to go to that game. I think the other thing they do right is they recognize some markets, women's basketball is great. I'm not sure if it's better than men, you know, like in uh, L.A. You have the Sparks and the Lakers. I don't know that you compare them. It's kind of apples and oranges, right? It's, ap it's, a, it's apples Connecticut, and Connecticut, for sure, right? You have UConn. You've got women's basketball. Mm -hmm. It's a great place to, to have a team. But They're in a, right in a casino. They're between New York and Boston. Now think about it. If we all know UConn's basketball, Tennessee's basketball, I mean, those two teams are more popular than most of all the WNBA. Because you have a campus full of kids. And they've been around. They've <laughs> but, been at it for But you have decades. a campus full of kids. Mm -hmm. like, but then where do they go after college? WNBA. Yeah, but kids watch. Mm -hmm. 
sports. That's what I'm saying. It's like you're not. That's what I'm saying. The professional level is not translating well. Well, okay. So I grew up in Connecticut, right? So mm -hmm. I, UConn basketball, men's basketball was always good. So it was women's. Mm -hmm. And the funny thing was, you'd go to those men's games, and it was it was more of a mixed crowd, right? So you had college kids, you had you know nine to five businessmen, you had whatever just basketball fans. The the college, the women's games were more families, mm -hmm. you know, and older people. Mm -hmm. For whatever reason, they gravitated towards basketball like that. It was just, I, I guess, because it was just more available. But that's not, but if you're a basketball fan, you're a basketball fan. And, and you right. Know, and, but that's what I'm saying. But different demographic. I. But that's what I'm saying. But the, the dollar, the women's. dollar comes from the the man who has nothing to do with his time but go to a game and drink beer and. You know, that's what I'm saying. I mean, when I was in... I don't know if he has nothing to do with nothing, this time, nothing, but nothing his, to do with his, time. His, if you can drink four is. beers before you go home, you have nothing to do it's with it. It's a night out. Like, All right. when I when I was in um, Arizona, you know how you look through the paper? You know, ah, let me check, you know, see who scored. You know, mm -hmm. I, I got to be 16 a night. Always kept seeing 40, 38, 32, 38, 40. Like, what the fuck is this? Like, you know... Female high school girl, 38, 37, 40. And then you'd like look at points per game. You have the men's side, the highest is 27. Then you have women's basketball girls averaging 35 points a game. I went to her games. She was like a little Iverson, just getting, bu just getting buckets. Never went to a man high school, a, a, a boy's high school game. Went to damn near all her high school games. Because she was out there putting on a show. Like, if she's averaging 35, why am I going to go see someone average 27? Like, get out of here. <laughs> and you see how they do it. This is the, the thing about it. I've been to a few WNBA games, too. Is, yeah, you said it. They're not dunking on people. So how can you go for 30? Off spins? Spins, off skill, up and threes. Unders. Like, yeah. that's what I'm saying. It, it, when you, if we would have said, all right, 10 years ago, fast forward both leagues. You would have thought the WNBA would look like what the NBA is right now. More threes and layups. Just mm -hmm. 20, 20 yep. 30 something threes a game. Like that that's the way because that's what, you know, they're all shooters. So you would you would have thought that they were just firing European style. The NBA adapted it faster. That's what I'm saying. It's like, and for for marketing. Personally, I don't know if, you know, agents are behind this or the league. And I, I don't know who you guys' consultants are. Fire them. If if I was, if I if I had and I was an agent, I'm 100% whoever I was representing will have millions from endorsements. Because they're tapping. There's a... The market of untapped money in female products by females, it's so ridiculous. What are you talking about? Because they do have, you know, you'll see uh, Nike, you'll see oh, Gatorade. Oh, see men, men products. Okay. Oh, I know. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. Mind. I'm sorry. Women do drink Gatorade too and wear Nike. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Amazing. But when you, when you see a Kardashian with a lip gloss line and they're making billions off of women products... And something doesn't register in your brain, your brain 
that says, oh my God, we have women on the court, guys. Blush, lipstick, oh my God, Victoria's Secret, oh my God. So many skin cares. We can fucking push the shit out of this. We can have so many. We we have women, guys. Like, but not woo! to mention what you're what you're saying is that these women don't just have to be figures of beauty, and that's what all they are. Kardashians is what I'm talking about more. Yeah. These these women they have skills, they have talent, they have ability. But what I'm saying is for for brands like right. No, I, if, I get it. If I can get, I'm a connecting Sean, the dots here on your idea. What I'm saying, if I can get a Sean John mm -hmm. deal, why aren't these why aren't the females getting Victoria's Secret deals. Mm -hmm. Do they not wear it? Like, like that's a million dollar brand. Like you show that one time pulling up your shirt to wipe your shirt. That, that boom, that's money right mm -hmm. there being paid. Lip gloss, like Tina Thompson wore lipstick her whole career. No, no Asian thought, wait a minute. I can make you $10 million off this lip gloss blind or this lip, lip. you wear it anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna go to this company and say, boom, this is the only um, woman woman in sports that wears lipstick she can she can push the shit out of your line and show listen listen ladies it doesn't it doesn't smear come on you don't think these products like what half of these products now are for what active women mm -hmm. oh it doesn't smear on you active women you can be an active woman and still look beautiful what is a female athlete an active woman but they're not grasping to any of these brands tampon brands like come on like to you it might look sick but the these are million dollar endorsement deals <laughs> there's your money your money is just sitting there going to pointless pointless females on instagram shaking ass mm -hmm. no that's that's exactly what i, tell me, I knew tell you me, were getting at tummy t no right. you guys no no, no, nobody wants female tummy tea. Nobody, nobody. Like uh, that's that it. You know, you, you have braids, um, weaves. I mean, that, that's what I said. These companies make billions. You don't think they will spend millions for a celebrity, like a, a a celebrity who's on TV, an athlete who can play in my braids or my 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 weave, and then not come out. I will pay you millions to promote that. We, but that's how I said. I'm looking at the sport as a business from the business standpoint. You're saying they should ask for more. You have to do more to ask for more. That's what I'm saying. You who, have who to be willing. To be? I'm saying the athletes should be ready to ask for more. You're, you're saying the agents. No, I'm just saying like. They the, can expect more. The, the athletes can expect more. Expect more, but you have to be willing to adjust. You can't think about. Like, like it's it's not women's pride. It's it's I'm a brand. Okay, even though I like this, I'm still a brand, and I have to sell my brand. I have to sell this league is a brand. It has to sell. You 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 want revenue. You want like you want like like you want to evolve. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I, I was, you know, you look on Instagram and you look at, you know, um, WNBA uniforms. And it's like, Jesus Christ. It's like, like combat. It's like, a, <laughs> you're going to combat. You got knee sleeves on top of elbow sleeves on top of long sleeves. Like, like, I remember we had a rule that you had to show skin. You couldn't go, it couldn't go, like, only Dame Leonard gets away with it. 
sometimes. I'm, well, like, from I'm, tights all the way to but socks. But like Anthony Davis wears basically a t-shirt. Yeah, but 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 you know, like from tights but now all it's the way like to functional so- performance. Like, yeah, because you know, over the time, players started like you know when uh, T Mac came with the sleeve mm-hmm. and. Iverson, Iverson came, reality. oh, my elbow is, you know, it's for my elbow. That's where all that started. But if you think about it, like, Patrick Ewing was short shorts. In the yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it. like, Lisa, like Lisa Leslie, shorts was short. If they were long, she tucked them. Mm-hmm. Even her jersey, she, uh, she put tape. she ta- got she put, other deals. Yeah, she put right. tape on side. She put tape. She mm-hmm. taped it to make it fit, you know, tighter. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like, what happened? What, what, what happened? Like, like what? Yeah. Like what I'm saying is not wrong because I seen it. I I I watch USA basketball. Like I really I watch US I watch USA basketball with you know Lobos and you know all of them. I I watched it, mm-hmm. so I know what they were wearing. Like that versus today, I'll take that 100 times over. Like NBA went from short shorts to really baggy back to short. And I think for them, you know, uh, well, really, it's any player. You think that I'm just going to play my game and be myself, things will come to me. Mm-hmm. The reality is it's not like that. Really? That, you got to sell what, yourself. That's what I said. I, did, I wouldn't have known this unless I went through that crash course. <laughs> you know, and, and that's what it was. I went through a crash course from a female and a, and, and a gay male who told me how to look more sexy on the court. And also to market yourself. To market myself. Because you can't, there's a huge you gotta opportunity remember, You got to remember, like, like a singer, like Tink, right? Older guy, um, the only active guy from his era that's still relevant. I, I, I get mad at him because my abs don't look like his. Because his <laughs> shirt's always, I don't even think he wears shirts on the road. That's, that's part of his but, but that's Brandon what, but style. That's, but that's what I'm saying. It's the, he's married with kids, mm-hmm. like. These women know, but he, but he wants to. But Kanye doesn't take his shirt off because right? Kanye don't have Kanye don't have that body to right. take his shirt but off. But that's not his. Like, that's like, not what he's marketing himself. Like, Gucci, like, let's think of it like this: Gucci Man, right? Uh-huh. Lean drinker, drug dealer. Yeah. You know, you know, guy from the south, goes to jail, come back fit. Mm-hmm. His whole style, mm-hmm. from what he was to now, if, to now is. A totally different person. Now he's considered a sex symbol. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see him smiling every. Like smile, like smiling, shirts off, abs, like like he's a fit model now, for 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 doing better. His brand is bigger than it was when his music was mm-hmm. better. That's what I'm saying. It's like you got to remember. There's a there's a like all the men is like Gucci Gucci Gucci. Yeah, baby. <laughs> all the women are like, oh man, fucking guy's disgusting. <laughs> no, no, thank you. You know what I mean? No, thank you. I'll stick with Drake and, and Chris Brown and, you know, Trey Songs. That's mm-hmm. who I'm going to stick with. You know, no, thank you with the fat, you know. But now you look at him, it's like, oh, shit, Gucci's, Gucci's looking kind of handsome. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> you got feet, but that's what I said. It's like, like, when it comes to male stuff, female pushes the envelope. Mm-hmm. You know, now you have, like, if you're in a, 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 a female sport, you, you have the best of both worlds because you had a men are attracted. Like, how many men go to Wimbledon now for Serena? More than half? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know the like, number. Like, but... to, to be honest, 
Who is the top male? Tennis player? Yeah. See, you have to think Federer about it. Federer or Nadal. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a huge tennis guy, but, but that's what I'm saying. You know, but like, uh, but that's what I'm saying. You know, Serena Williams more than you of know. Of course. And that's sad. Yeah, but she's one of the most dominant athletes, male or female, ever. Because she makes it look sexy yeah. when she's doing it. Well, I, I would even say this back to your original point. She knows how to market herself. Market she herself. has all those blue chip deals with Nike, with and uh, she make yeah. beats with yeah, whoever, yeah. So the point is, and we get this. To know how to market yourself. Market. And but that, that's that, really where it starts, but, and that's where your comments started from. Yeah, that's but it, that's what I'm saying. It, it, it started because it's like, oh. They were off the top rope a little a, bit. But, but that's what I am. I know. You know, But I that's know, what I said. When I first seen it, it was like, hmm, this is interesting. I look past the video. Like, I understand. Like, because you're seeing, because you got to remember, from the video, it's the male comments that, like, oh, yeah, this would be great. I'll get season tickets. I'll get season tickets. I'll get season tickets. So now you got all these males, like, talking about I'll get season tickets. So the idea of, oh, that's what it is. It's the, mm -hmm. it's the overlayer of I got a jersey on. I got, I, you know, I got the Anthony Davis slashed, you know, Dwayne Wade with the knee bolt, the, the knee pads, elbow pads, rib pads, like, on, on, on a woman's basketball player. Mm -hmm. And it's like, okay, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't really want to. Like it's like it's just it doesn't, it doesn't it, catch it, the it, eye as much. That's what it should be a it should be a whole makeover mm -hmm. as a unit in that soon as they can buy into it, the the money will fucking triple, mm -hmm. quadruple. The the outside money is so ridiculous that's it's like why isn't this being tapped? Like that's what I said when I seen Tina Thompson. I remember I remember Tina Thompson. I was like, oh the lipstick, oh she wearing mm -hmm. lipstick, mm -hmm. you know. And it's just like and when you think about like. Man, she didn't. She didn't make ten million, twenty million off of that. And then when you think about just all sports, like where's like women? They they spend ten billion dollars a year on products. Y'all not going to those companies? <laughs> Fuck the Doritos and Sprites. That's 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 let let the male athletes have that. No, we'll, we'll we'll take. Them. No, I mean There's when I, when as a as a female athlete, sprite. yeah, sprites and all that is good, but that is not your lane. You have a whole new lane that ain't been tapped. But by the way, if if we've also we've mentioned McDonald's and Sprite and Doritos, if they ever want to sponsor the No yeah, podcast, yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. But uh, it's actually a great time. We'll take it. We'll take a minute here uh, and talk about who we actually do have uh, as a part of the No Chill podcast. First up is Green Chef. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well, easy, and affordable with plans fit for every kind of lifestyle. How does Green Chef work? Green Chef lets you choose from a wide array of easy-to-follow lifestyles with select organic ingredients. Recipes are quick and easy with step-by-step -step instructions, chef tips, and photos to guide you along. Everything is hand-picked and delivered right to your door. Ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped. Now, I've experienced the Green Chef because I, I cook. A bit. I don't know if you cook in the kitchen. No. Nah. <laughs> but even you, Gilbert Arenas, could become top-notch cook with Green Chef. Do you, believe, do you, you could. You could. I can't even cook breakfast food. I mean, I... <laughs> but here's what... They, Keep reading. There, there's something for everyone. Yeah, I think I got your attention. <laughs> there's something for everyone. With Green Chef, it's easy to eat well and discover new recipes every week that you'll love to cook. Even you. You can switch up your meal plan whenever you're ready to try a new way to eat. 
Green Chef is a wide variety of high-quality, clean ingredients. You can feel great about what you're eating and how it got to your table. Green Chef's expert chefs design flavorful recipes for your lifestyle that go way beyond ordinary substitutions. Through a diverse array of meal plans with plenty of options to choose from each week, you can actually enjoy sticking to your goals. Enjoy clean ingredients that you can trust seasonally sourced for peak freshness. Green Chef makes cooking easy with dinner options that work around your lifestyle, not the other way around. Let Green Chef do the meal planning, grocery shopping, most of the prep for you week after week. Recipes include pre-made measured sauces, dressings, and spices so you can get more flavor and less time. They've got meal plans across the board from paleo, plant-powered, vegan and vegetarian, pescatarian, keto, gluten-free, and omnivore. And for fans of the No Chill podcast, we got something for you. So all you got to do is go to greenchef.us slash no chill for a total of $75 off. That's $25 off each of your first three boxes. All you got to do, go to greenchef.us slash no chill oh shit and get cooking get cooking you know what <clears throat> i might have to go ahead and start. i think you need a new give hobby. Me an account i, I need think you need a new a, hobby i need to give me an account because we'll I, can't, I can't cook i eat out every day i know that's not healthy tastes good though yeah uh, get healthy get on the train no I, that's what i'm saying gonna have to go ahead and hook me up <laughs> speaking of hooking you up uh-huh. we got something else mm. we gotta talk about sex like actual sex? <laughs> like what do you mean? Not like the details, but no, we got to talk about sex because uh, we got a lot of males that listen to this show. Uh-huh. So we got to ask, you remember the good old days when you were always ready to go? It was just always at high noon. I, 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 I'm still there. <laughs> I'm still young down there. That's Play good out. news. That's good news. <laughs> well, now... You can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. So we got to talk about BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. No, okay. We said that you don't need to worry about it, but mm-hmm. can it'll help I, I'm, wherever you're at. Listen, I love the name already, Blow Chill. Okay. <laughs> Let me go ahead and give me one of them Blow Chills. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it, it isn't just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance the performance in the bedroom. Most guys talk a good game, but if you're a one and done, Blue me. <laughs> So I talk a good game, baby. Oh, I thought I just you jumped in on the one and done part. Yeah, no, no, I'm a one and done. I okay. need that's what I said. I need the blue chew. Okay, me. so well, it can help you for follow through on to round two. Blue chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor's visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, got a special deal for our listeners visit bluechew.com get your first shipment free you're writing this down as you should be and use your special promo code for us it's no chill pay just five dollars for the shipping again that's b-l-u-e chew.com 
promo code no chill to try it for free. Blue Chew is better, cheaper, and the faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the No Chill podcast. Listen, that's I'm not even gonna lie. The name itself is nice. Mm-hmm. That's 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 a good one. You just remember it. Okay. Yo, that that's like yo, man. Let me <laughs> couple them blue chews, baby. <laughs> I'm hook, good to go. Hook me up. Yeah, baby. Yeah. Round two, I got the blue chew in me. Back to work. Now, I'm really gonna get like a box of those. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Well, well, my girl well, gonna think well, I, my well, girl gonna think I like her again. Well, <laughs> well uh, we'll come back for an update. All right. Um, so back to the WNBA product. All right. So what we're saying is your comments originally were about the marketing and the opportunities for the athletes out there. Um, but then, as far as what you've seen in the style of play, it's interesting. And that's what I said. It's just you know, I just think they play. A little too hard, too aggressive for, you know, um, athletes that are not. But you know it's top-notch effort every game. Yeah, but they're not athletic. You know, so, you know, it's, it's not like, you know, that you're going to get dunks. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a below-the-rim game. So with a below-the-rim game, you need to change the rules a little bit for that. You know, you need faster pace. You need, you know, like I'm, I'm talking about, I remember – like um, 2000, you know, 2000, 2001, um, who was the group? Um, the Ducks, um, Oregon Ducks. I mean, they, they, they got a shot attempt every three seconds. They didn't waste more than three seconds on the shot clock. When, like, you're talking when about I was Luke when we were Rittenauer the, and um, Freddie Jones. Freddie Jones, yeah. Was the yeah, other, yeah. Another white guy, yeah. Luke. Uh, Luke Jackson. Luke Jackson, there you go. Yeah. But, you know, they, mm-hmm. they was putting the ball up mm-hmm. so fast. That should be the style. It should be, which, like, in 40 minutes, you got to remember, it's 40 minutes they score, but, but they average between 85 and 87 points a game. Um, minus eight points, you're looking at about 100. You have to be able to add, you know, that's 20 points a quarter, so, but 15 more points, mm-hmm. minus two minutes. You had about a hundred. You're about a hundred and one points. That's now. If you're if you're if you're talking about a forty point game and they're scoring a hundred ten, hundred fifteen, your pace is way faster than the NBA's. You know who I was thinking it compares to. If you look at over NBA history, just so people are familiar with it, Run TMC. Mm-hmm. Those three guys. Those weren't. Super athletes, right? Mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway, yeah, yeah. Chris Mullen, not yeah. dunking on people. Yeah, Trishman, yeah. not really even yeah. a leaper, mm-hmm. right? But Nelly's thing was push the ball, push the tempo, score, score, score on them because the defense can't get set, and then they're going to be gas trying to keep up with you, so they're not going to be able to produce on the offense. And that's what I'm saying. That's why the new style of basketball, playing in and out threes, mm-hmm. I, I thought that was where you know the WNBA was going. The thing, thing is, you if you go to an NBA game, I'll even say this. I've been to... Hundreds of them. You're not going to see a lot of dunks. I remember seeing Shaq, Orlando Shaq. You mm-hmm. might see, like, a player like that would dunk more, but I saw Giannis a couple of times this year, and it was just like, eh, he might get a poster in a game. He might have one, or just like he's a he's on a breakaway, and he just, he just kind of just easy drop yeah, it in. That's you know, so it's like athleticism in NBA is cool. That's part of it, but that's not really what I'm going to watch. But it's, it's not, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's not what you think it is. You know, more of his speed, getting to spots, you know, fancy layups. 
It's about scoring. But as I said, it's scoring. Like, I don't want to see. Like, and if you really think that it's not about scoring, how many of you guys would tune in to a Boston versus San Antonio game? None. Even when San Antonio was in a championship, it's like, oh, my God. This is about to be some boring shit. It's going to be perfect basketball. Like, which we consider boring. We want to see, like, up and down, running, shooting. Like, we want to see someone chucking it for 25 foot, 35 mm-hmm. foot. Like, that's what we want to see. And that's what I'm saying. That's the way that style needs to be played. Mm-hmm. And soon as soon as soon as they tweak the stuff I'm talking about, I guarantee you they will be making millions. Mm-hmm. Because the fan base, that, 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 that's what I'm saying. If, if there's a woman out there scoring 30 a game, mm-hmm. averaging 20 a game, she scored 50. 45, a triple-double. Like, you got to remember, there's, there's, there's more Draymond skills where you're, you're talking about their are players that rebound, pass, you know, rebound, pass, and score where there would be a lot more triple-doubles than there are in the NBA because you have more shooters. Well, I'm, I'm thinking, you know, really, who is probably – I don't watch a ton of WNBA, but, I you know, you know who's who. The nicest player they probably ever have and currently playing too, Diana Taurasi. Mm-hmm. She's got everything in her bag, really like Kobe level of skill. Mm-hmm. She's got the in in and out. She's got the post game. She's a turnaround. All that stuff. Mm-hmm. Not as vertical, obviously, but yeah, but that's but that's but like hyper skilled. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she's probably on that level. Like Kobe what, will probably tell you that hyper skill. I mean, that's what I said. You got Candace Parker, but like even with Taurasi, you know. But you the, go watch her her game. You watch her play; it's entertaining. The best, like, the she best, got it all. This is the best. Her best was scoring year was twenty five points a game. But probably average what like thirty two minutes. Yeah, they play forty minutes. a game. They play yeah. four minutes a game. Um, twenty five. I mean, that's that's all right. That's, that's good. All right. Yeah. You know, it's it's that's what I said. I mean, their pace, their pace is actually faster, and it can be faster. Mm-hmm. That extra, that that faster mm-hmm. is what will bring. Like mm-hmm. you know, if someone's out there, oh, she scored 40, 30, 30 points like that. But that's the guy. Remember, that's what everyone came to the NBA. That's why the NBA shot up. The money shot up. Everything shot up. Oh, Steph Curry uh, made more threes since nine. Oh, he has a record for this. You know, Golden State was breaking so many records in that one year. No one can keep up. But who was the team that really broke that? I think I think it was way before that. Showtime Lakers. You had never seen a team like. Hear me out. Hear me out. I don't know. I don't know why you you had to react like that, but they were the first team that really put it in transition. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, so funny. So and that it, raised your scoring. That's, in a, that in increased a, your pace. In a, in a in a league where everyone was supposed to be brutes, mm-hmm. you, the Lakers sped the game up. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know why you rolled your eyes at that. You didn't let me. Because it, you know you're you're going back to 1980. But I know you don't love that. Well, you're, yeah. I know your opinion on the '80s basketball. And I just think the Lakers were the, truly the, the, original. Yes, yeah. they were. They were today's basketball team. Like there's, there's this, this thing about '80s basketball. Where, oh yeah, we play defense. You guys didn't play deep. They didn't play defense. Like they didn't play defense. They beat like, the shit out of each other. They, that's all they yeah. did. <laughs> you know, you had a bunch of unskilled players beating on a skilled. That's all it was. And there's a reason. There's a reason that they changed the rules because no one came to see you sit in the lane being 5'4", 
both ways, fouling on everyone, clotheslining everyone. No, no one wants to see that. Like, they didn't come here to see that. They want to see skilled for me. I don't want to be able to go to the fitness center and grab this brute guy who just who just looked like he's just finished lifting 350 and, and I can put him in his league mm-hmm. and he can actually play well. No, that's not what a professional mm-hmm. professional means. You have an ability over everyone else. Mm-hmm. And that's why the game started changing. So when you look back at the 80s and you're like, these guys don't know how to play deep. They just, they were getting beat left and right. They're just clotheslining you. No, no, no layup rule. That's not defense. Like if I have... Defense means what Klay Thompson plays, that's defense. Mm -hmm. What Kobe played was defense. What Kawhi Leonard plays is defense. Lockdown beat you to a spot. I'm locking you down within the rules. Mm -hmm. I'm not pulling you. I'm not pulling your pants now. I'm not hitting you in the balls. I'm not doing all that goofy shit that has nothing to do with the sport to frustrate you. If you have to frustrate me, that means I intimidate you. Kawhi Leonard's not out there frustrating anybody. He's not out there playing mind games and pulling down the play. Klay Thompson goes out there and he locks you up. That's what he does. He just goes there. I'm playing D. Those guys didn't do that. Like, oh, if Curry played him, I would have. Like, I, I seen uh, Dennis Rodman. I would have shut LeBron James down right after, you know, Pippen would have shot. What? You guys are, you're 6'7", 210. What, 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 what were you going to do again? What, what were you going to do? With at six at six seven two ten, what were we gonna do, Dennis Rod? He's coming full speed. He's a train coming full speed. What were you gonna What were you gonna do? Really, nothing. All right. There's a reason LeBron's dunks ain't been dunked like I mean, ain't been blocked like that in history, because he's not six eight like you think he is. He's a big boy. He's so mm-hmm. when he comes to the lane, he is the biggest thing moving P- through there. Pippen, Pippen and LeBron would be hell of a matchup. Le- the thing about Robin six seven. Two ten. I'm gonna say what, what, what were you gonna do? Speed and length. He's Pippen and Kawhi. I think are the same comp physically for for defenders. I mean, I give I, now I give respect to Ka- Kawhi. Oh, we know. No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. I I had done jumped on the. You're, shoot, you're shoot like train. At, you're at the engineer. Oh, train. I'm 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 jacking him off, baby. <laughs> I'm jacking him off now because I went to his his stats. Mm-hmm. I mean, his combine attributes. You blew chew on him. I went to his combine attributes. And if you took his name off, if you took his name off his combine, jumping ability, agility, and all of that, <laughs> he is fucking Scalabrini. <laughs> no, I'm serious. He's, he had a 32-inch, a 32-inch, hmm. that is Dunleavy. He had a 32-inch vertical. I mean, he was, like, slow. Like, so to see him out there doing the things he does with no, no raw athleticism. Like, if I would have, I could have made, I could have made a billion dollars off of that. Who you think is more athletic, mm-hmm. Dunleavy or Kawhi Leonard? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Oh, I would have made millions going with Dunleavy. And then and then showed everyone stats that, that you wouldn't mm-hmm. believe it. Like like the things he does, spots, getting the spots is just like wow. That, I mean, <laughs> this is it, it's it's more amazing because you're talking about a guy who is basically the bottom. He's the bottom end of athleticism for an NBA player, and he is 
top three, top four in the NBA, and that's amazing. I mean, I would even say that's how he comes from California, L.A. area, whatever you want to call it, um, and he ended up at San Diego State. You know, you'd think if you're playing around this pool, you're going to go but, to but, a, a but I'm saying, school but, because but, he didn't have that. You're like, oh, this guy can't really jump. He can't, yeah, he's he, yeah, he's six seven. He can't jump. Like, he can't lift. Not that but, he can't jump, but he's not, like, vert over people. Not, not like his like his vertical, his his feet off the ground. Yeah. Ain't, it's his arm length. Yeah. Hands big. Like, that's what I'm saying. The stuff he does actually makes him look athletic, like picking the ball up off the dribble, right. off the bounce. And, right. You know, the things he does, and it just amazes me now more. And also, the, it's IQ. That's what I said. The, the more I, when I looked at it, I was just like, that isn't, that's, that's, there must be another Kawhi. <laughs> and I'm looking at, no, 2000, and I'm like, what the hell is this? And I'm like, oh my God, this, oh, he's my hero now. <laughs> He 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 is literally wow, the a long way. He is literally the in like two weeks the tortoise that actually beat the rabbit. <laughs> yeah. Even though we know yeah. fucking that wouldn't happen in real life, but he is the tortoise that beat the rabbit. But you have you have no you have no athletic attribute, and you're the most athletic defender <laughs> in this generation. I, mean, I would say they're like physically gifted. Give him that. He's physically gifted. I, yeah, that's Wing what I wingspan hand. hand. You know, he probably has the second like for guards. He guards in history. He mm -hmm. probably has the the biggest hands ever. Mm -hmm. You know, and you know with you know long fingers, long mm -hmm. arms. It actually, it actually makes up. I would say this about it hands it makes too. Up. Hand strength. Hand strength. Yeah, that matters. You know, like a guy. I was I was watching. I don't know if you've seen it. You definitely should watch it. The the Ron Artest documentary. Mm -hmm. And Kobe said if if he got just a hand on the ball, it was gone. Who Ron did? Ron. He said he just had that left hand. He said it was just just like, a strong. He just. just I mean, he's just a strong brute, brute type of guy. Yeah, but if you look at the guys like him, that you know, they know how to use their hands. Kawhi's in that mode mm -hmm. too. Yeah, yeah. That's what I said. He's, I mean, he's everywhere, and it's, it was just, it's just amazing. You know. Like, okay. Then. You know. <laughs> just shocked. Kawhi train. You it, right. just, it just, it just, it just shocked the shit out of me. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> I was not expecting thirty-two inches. Yeah, I think that is shocking. Coming by surprise. Yeah. Mike Dunleavy level of yeah. Was Mike Dunleavy an overachiever? Over he, he was okay, you, you gotta remember you, you have two type of talents. Okay, so back when Dunleavy, you know, I grew up with Dunleavy. We mm -hmm. played on the same team, um, you know, AAU. You had you remember white America was skilled. They were skilled. I'm, I'm from white America. What but, do you mean? You know, black America. We were athletic. We were raw talent. We were our athletic. Uh, uh, okay, I'll tell you what they, they tell guys like me. Your, your fundamentals. Yeah, your fundamentals. So that's, that's what we call skilled. You're mm -hmm. fundamentally sound mm -hmm. versus athleticism, right? Mm -hmm. So what ends up happening is the, the white America player became a little bit more athletic, mm -hmm. right? True. They, they became more athletic, less skillful. Well, what ends up happening when you think about it, like if the, if the white player doesn't have the 32 inches anymore and he has the 38 inch vertical, mm -hmm. well, he's not gonna be as technical like he's supposed to been to get shots off, to get by people, to, but he doesn't have the 42, 30, you know, he doesn't have mm -hmm. the, you know, the, the, the raw athleticism that puts him over 
you know, you know, a black player. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening is your your thirty eight inch white American player became the Kobe Bryant's. You know, he's a thirty eight inch vertical, six six, white boy, skillful, fundamentally sound. That knew how to use and maximize his thirty eight inches. Now you have a super athlete now with the skill and fundamentals of the old white player. Tim Duncan, mm-hmm. right? So you got these guys coming in, and now the white athlete actually is technically useless. And yeah, because you got to remember, where's his his skill is being stolen? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's being stolen, and now you don't know where to use them. Like, wh- 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 what's the last white hope? Became a European player. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say. So now European guys are so what damn up, white. So what ended up happening is the European player. Fundamentally scout, skillful, mm-hmm. non-athletic, mm-hmm. came into the NBA, mm-hmm. where you get the Dirks, the Pages, and like Luca. And, yeah, you got so that's that was that. But he's the, also oh so how Mike is six seven. So Mike was six nine. Was he? Yeah, because like Luca's six seven. Yeah, so but that's that's that. So, be, that but be, that I mean, it helps to be six seven. But that's what, that became your white American player mm-hmm. because the the white American the our white American player became too athletic. To stick to the fundamentals that got him to the next level. See, they got. You remember, once you get athletic, you start. It's like a black and white quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, if if I got if there's ten steps to say, all right, this is what a Hall of Fame quarterback is. Take these ten steps, you're gonna be here. All right, hike, move back two steps. After you know the black quarterback's athleticism kicks in, he's like, wait, I don't need three, four, and five. I don't need to take three steps back, one step forward to throw 60 yards. I can throw 60 yards just hiking the ball. So hike, throw it, hike it, throw it. Mm-hmm. And he, the footwork of what he needed, he doesn't do. So later on, when he starts winding down and his athleticism kicking, he doesn't have the fundamentals <laughs> to back up his arm anymore. And that's what ends up happening. And that's, you know, that's where, you know, when I used to, argue you know about people about michael jordan and kobe i was like i'm gonna always argue with you i do this with a was it ball up no ball don't stop ball don't stop i do this with ball don't stop as long as you keep using skill i'm gonna keep arguing with you like you need to make a better argue with me for me to stop like i we gotta remember i am a kobe fan mm-hmm you know, I grew up on Kobe. I had my hair like Kobe. I, mm-hmm. when my you were on that train like, too. My, my, you know, and I wasn't a Jordan, you know, I wasn't a Michael Jordan. My dad was a Michael Jordan fan. You know, I was a Penny Hardaway fan back mm-hmm. then. You know, and then from Penny was Kobe. You know, so it's like your argument is wrong. You know, and so when I make arguments, it's, bi- it's unbiased. You know, I just look at the facts, put them together, and I make my, even if it's my best player, mm-hmm. you know, it's, I'm going to, I'm going to, and so if you keep saying skilled, I'm like, he's, yes, he's more skilled because he has to be. Mm-hmm. If you have less natural ability, natural, you know, athleticism, you have to be more skillful to do the same thing as this person does. Like, you know, if you take Vince Carter and you say, all right, one, one dribble from the three-point line, see, one dribble from the free throw line, Vince Carter's taken off. Vince Carter's taken off. Well, Kobe can't take off. So Kobe has to give you two dribbles, maybe an up and under, and then going for that. So he's learning two more moves 
why Vince Carter is still stuck on the first one because his athleticism allows him to do it. I think Kobe is in that category, just like you said with Kawhi, is that his his athleticism was solid, NBA athleticism, but it's not off the charts. It's not off the charts. It's right. I, I, that's why when I say his athleticism, I say he's average, six six guard. If you go through history, six six guard, and it was so funny. If you go six six guard. And you took all their names off and put their attributes on it, you wouldn't find Kobe. Mm -hmm. He'd be somewhere at the bottom because of his measurement. Like, we're not talking about how he uses it. Gotta remember, he uses it maximized. Mm -hmm. Like, he uses 38 inches better than most people use their 42s, 44s. Mm -hmm. Like, you would think he's like, you think he uses his athleticism as great as Vince did. Mm -hmm. You know, because, you know, Kobe's dunking on everyone. Yeah, he's he up had in the, posters. Yeah, he, yeah, posted, he, he posted it. Dwight. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But he used it because yeah. he knew how to jump. He knew how to, yes. He just knew how to jump, and that's what made him great. So it's like, if you can't convince me on why he's the GOAT, I'm going to keep putting Jordan there. Mm -hmm. Like, I know why he would be the GOAT if I had to argue for him. But the thing about Jordan, though, he was supremely athletic but he was also supremely skilled skill. so so you can't like if, you can't discount if i if i if i if i'm an analyst and you say argue for kobe and i'm gonna say it's easy if jordan is the bugatti and of athletes to this day he still has the highest mm -hmm. vertical and compared to six six kobe is an What's an average car in America? Honda? Okay, he's in Honda. Well, there's no way this Honda should be able to race against this Bugatti. So the fact that Kobe did more with less. More with less. That means every shot had to be harder because he didn't have that. The, he couldn't just jump over everybody. His shots was more difficult. He had to perfect the left hand. He had to perfect all these little things to compete with this Bugatti. This Bugatti's supposed to win this race. He's supposed to. He, he has every attribute to be the best that ever played as a guard or player. This guy doesn't even supposed to be in this category. So the reason Kobe will be number one is just like 300. Mm -hmm. Leonidas. Mm -hmm. You don't supposed to win this fight. You're not supposed to get closer to the, the Greek God is supposed to kill you guys. Mm -hmm. But the fact that you made him bleed mm -hmm. is the reason we remember, we remember you. Mm -hmm. You fought and stood knowing you were gonna die. That's why Kobe's number one, because he has us talking about who's number one between the two. Mm -hmm. When there shouldn't have been a talk. Mm -hmm. So the fact that out of all the athletes that ever came in this league, the one who is average is the one who got close to the Greek God, makes him the Greek God. <laughs> and that's what be my reason. I Wait, put, so you just put Kobe ahead of Jordan? No, if I'm going to put him, I'm putting him in front. Like, you're talking about a guy, he, he wasn't as great as the Greek God. Let's just be honest. Like, Jordan played 15 years. One year he broke his foot. One year he retired, came back half seven. Two years with the Wizards when he was old as shit. Mm -hmm. Retired before that. Yeah. That's 11 years, mm -hmm. right, of real basketball. Out of those 11 years, he led the league in scoring 10 of them. The one year he didn't lead the league, he was a rookie. And he was third 
<laughs> we're 28 a game. So you're telling me that, that that's how dominant he was. Went to the final six times, yeah. never lost. But the guy who was not supposed to be even looked at as a great mm -hmm. has us talking about who's better, him or Jordan, mm -hmm. which tells me that his impact with nothing got here. I'll, I'll rather go with that. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to remember... Jordan, you, you're supposed to be the you, you're supposed to be the best dude. You you you're supposed to be the best because you had all the attributes. You, but I would say even for Jordan though, third overall pick, like he had that chip on his shoulder okay, at all because people on. did question because at the time that he came into league, it was a big man's league. Yeah, but 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 when you talk, so it was like okay, I, but, I have to but be seven feet. No, I'm gonna tear this league apart as a six yeah, six but two guard. A six six two guard with a 40-something-inch vertical, the highest in NBA history, fast-twitch muscles like Westbrook. I mean, you have you have Kobe with Westbrook's takeoff with Zach Levine's but up he, in but the air he also, Okay, so he becomes the league scoring champion, and then it's also a scoring champion can't win championships. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. He did that he, too. But his, he has the Bugatti already. Yeah. The Bugatti's going to win. But you said that 300 mentality. But like, the he had that too. That, but the Bugatti's going to win. You, you, you have the engine to win, period. You, you have all the tools already. You just got to maximize your tools. But, but for him to get the Bugatti, I think the Bugatti thing gets him to... It puts you Second, in the yeah yeah but no, when he got no. to the finals to to get to that championship level he realized that he right. needs we'll four try this around. we'll try this before the season started Jordan was Golden State Warriors okay Kobe is the New York Knicks there's no fucking way they should win twenty games period not win twenty games well Kobe is now in the finals with the New York's Knicks team. Against Golden State. Got to remember, Golden State was already there. Mm -hmm. There was no way the Knicks was even going to win 20 games, let alone be in the championship. That's what Kobe did. Like that, And that's why I say, I'm not choosing Kobe over Jordan because he was better. I would choose Kobe over Jordan because he, he did it the American way. In the sense where he had little... And he rose to. He is Batman. He worked his way. Yeah, really. He's yeah, not. Really. He's not. Jordan Superman. Yeah, Batman. yeah. You got Batman. He has no actual attributes. Yep. <laughs> he, he has no superpower. But he built all. He has to build and, and work and think, belt. and yeah. he has to be yeah. smart enough than every. And that's one's just fucking yeah. from God. He comes out of the earth like he's, and that's <laughs> why you know, Another and that's planet. and that's what Kobe was like. I I say he's the he's the American hero. In a sense where he had to work for everything that he got. There it is. Yeah. I like them both. I mean, I like Jordan, them both. Jordan. You know what's so funny? Jordan, Jordan. If I had to put a million dollars or my life, let's say my life depended, if my life depended on a one-on-one -on -one match, one-on-one -on -one match, I had to put my life on it. 100% I'm going with Jordan, but I don't know if I can push the button on it. Like, I'm picking Jordan, but I don't know if, if 
I will actually I'll say, all right, let the game start. Because I know <laughs> how determined Kobe is. You don't think Jordan was that determined? If not more. No, no, no. You got to remember, you, you have one that's dominant determined, one that's fu I'm fucking determined. Like, I will have to lose both my eyes, both my legs, Kobe, both my feet before I get off this fucking court. And I, I, I don't know if I can put my life against a guy who has nothing to lose. I think Jordan has that desperation too. No, there's no desperation. Young, hungry Jordan. There's no yeah. desperation on being the great. Before, you're the you, best. You're thinking of him after the. Uh, no, I'm thinking about him. I'm thinking about him the whole time. You're, yeah, he's Blue the game. best. He's a he's the best athlete. Period. Think of him going against the Pistons. Yes, it was, was kind of like a suicide mission because that was a Jordan. No, but he still before he, they changed rules. He's like, fuck it, I'll go at all their bigs. They're gonna throw me. Come on, it's Rodman's like, gonna. Clothesline me, throw me to the ground. I'm still going. Dude, out. it's like Thanos going against the Avengers. He already, he has to fight, but he knows he's gonna whoop their asses. Not the first, I'm talking 88, 89. Hey, I'm, I'm still Thanos without the fucking. I'm, I'm, I don't have these. I don't have my suit, but I'm still fucking stronger than everybody here. But I, I still think Jordan had that. But I'm still that, stronger that, than everyone here. What you're talking about, though. The only reason edge. the Pistons are stopping me is because they're they're just hurting me. There, there's nobody that's. I'm the most athletic. Thing on this court, like the guards can't stand in front of me. The 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 these guys can't block me. They're just clotheslining me. They're just hurting me. It's not like the Pistons was stopping Jordan. They weren't better. They wasn't better. They were just hurting him. Right. So, but so, but that's the what I'm saying. Physicality. But that's what I'm saying. It's, it's like I'm like that's what I'm saying. The series of the Pistons when they talk about yeah we were strong like no shut up shut up shut up. What you were doing was not basketball. I don't care what your generation says. When you're clotheslining clothes someone, you're pushing them out of the air, you're tripping them, you're wrestling them. That is not fucking basketball. Okay, so I don't give you the respect of being this tough-nosed defensive team because you didn't play defense. Defense is within the rules. You wasn't going up there block, trying to block Jordan from dunking on. No, you were clotheslining him, hoping that, oh my God, I hope he doesn't come back in here. Trying to break his spirit. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all you're doing. Your prison rules. That's that's not. And then, okay, that's the thing, was the rules changed because of Jordan it. for Kobe. No, and it, that was the thing, too. No, it was it was changed. Every move that Kobe had, Jordan created that. That's where he got it from. But but that's 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 but that's so what it's kind of like how do you beat that master? It, it, that, but that's the that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty of Jordan's fadeaway with a forty six inch vertical. So if that and one on one game, he's got to win. And the mimic is on a thirty eight inch vertical. That means Jordan's looks better, faster, higher, and this guy's copying it at a lower level. But he's just, he's he's in a category with you. That's that's. But you know, but the, the 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 thing with the Jordan versus everyone else is, when you're at the top, you don't think about the back. And the reason you don't think about the back is like, if Jordan doesn't retire. If Jordan doesn't retire the first time, no one breaks. No one gets close to his. He he has this. If he plays his, if he plays. The year he retired, he came back for 17 games, and then he doesn't retire after the 36, and he just plays all the way to his 40. He he's the top 
He's the top all-time of all-time scorer, score, yeah, and more, no one was going to catch that. More championships. I'm not sure he would have had eight in a row. I think there was something. You know, no. With his, yeah. No. So and no, then no, after, no, no. There, there was there was no Houston. You got to remember, Houston. Them two years, they were a six seed in the West. Mm. Not not a, I'm t- not six seed. Six they, overall. Six overall. They had the what six best record. Mm-hmm. I mean, eh, you we, that, that that team wasn't that dominant. You know, no one was stopping the Bulls then because you got to remember, you still had the court. All you just add in is a couple of substitute players at mm-hmm. that time. You know, so the chances of them it's like it's like Golden State right now, unless three of your five stars get injured. Yeah, that's what stops your chance. But one or two, eh, you still keep rolling. You know, and that's what the Bulls were. So they would have had eight in a row. But what I'm saying is the guy would have averaged 30 and 30. 30 for two more years. Two yeah. more years. And, and then all if that. he even – I think they were at the end of their run when they played Utah too. But that's like what that, I'm saying. That decline was happening. He was 35 at that point. Mm-hmm. You know, so the drop-off was going to happen like we're seeing kind of with LeBron now. But, the, but your drop but off is still, drop off is still yeah, yeah. 29, 30. 29, 28, yeah. You know, it's... But, but he, didn't, he didn't care about that. I know, but that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. He doesn't care because he was here. Yeah. So the fact that he's so high up, he doesn't look down. He doesn't look at record. He doesn't look at, oh, maybe some, some other player might come in and jeopardize my scoring record. At some point, 20, 30 years from now, no one thinks about that. No, he just wanted to beat the opponent. Yeah, but right now, so I see the opponent in front of you. I don't see the opponent behind you. It's funny me. because it can always, like, that is a tough thing for a guy. When does that end? Because there's always that next young guy that's you got it. That, that, see, that's Kobe what saw that too. No, you know? no one thinks about the the LeBron James coming in or the, the, the Kevin Durant on your heels. Yeah, you know, but what you do is. This is my career. This is what I accomplished. You just, this you just, is what it is. Yeah, you don't. That's let what I'm saying. And you just let it all out, and then. And so, I think that's how you look at guys. I don't think you have to compare. Hey, you, how does how does Jordan play against? It's like we you, appreciate you, the Bugatti. You, we appreciate. You, the but that's Liberty, what I'm saying. You can't. You can't. You can't compare them because they're two different players. Like even with LeBron, he, Kobe, Jordan, and Kobe had a killer mentality. They had. They were. They were up close and personal type of fighters you know they had super that skill. intense they had no they had the, they had this super skill where i they 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 were one-on-one players okay there's a difference between one-on-one mm-hmm. players and basketball players like you know greek the freak you wasn't a one-on-one player you had no chance to win in a championship because when it got to the last two minutes of the game your skill and what you were talented at did not play a role here mm-hmm. you know lebron does not have that he doesn't have the one-on-one so you can't say, oh, he can't. He don't even hit game winners like that. That's not. His, wait a minute. That's not his skill. You know, judging for a skill. And I, me and my, me and my dad talked about. It. I said, the, the, the funny part about the LeBron, Kobe, and Jordan um, comparisons of who's the greatest all time is this: LeBron was the Mike, the Magic Johnson. A pass first guy. Kobe and Michael were shoot first. How is the pass first guy gonna lead the NBA in scoring at some point? So the guy who sits on the throne was a pass first why the other two were shoot first guys. Now that's hilarious. 
<laughs> that is hilarious. But I was, you know, so I think yeah, that's exactly what it is. Magic, <laughs> Magic, and LeBron are in their own category. Like mm-hmm. there's the Jordan, Kobe, Magic, LeBron. But the thing about LeBron is, he's just a damn gifted basketball. Player. I know, and but that's what makes it funny because it's like, well, he don't score like Jordan, but and it's just sitting there like he's not a killer, but he's killed more people. Right, than because he wasn't. <laughs> but the. Bron does that Magic didn't do was you wouldn't see him run the floor finish those alley oops stuff that him and Magic D-Wade didn't did. have a fucking forty four inch vertical. <laughs> no, I know. Yeah, that's that, but that's, it just makes me. It just think makes, of all the breakaway dunks, all the stuff that just, all the posters that LeBron has done. But as I said, that, just, that tells you how it just makes me giggle inside when everyone uses. Well, he doesn't. He's not a score. He's not a natural score. And these two guys' whole life was scoring. And the guy who, who scoring came to him second will have more points than you guys and eventually be the king of scoring. Classic. That's hilarious. And coming from a guy who only scored. <laughs> Shit, that's hard to do. I know, that's what I'm saying. You're coming from a guy who only scored to see that the, 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 the guy at top, who's going to be at top, wasn't a scorer. Mm. Yeah, that's kind of. That's all you need to know. It's kind of funny. Kind of makes me sad. I want the ball hog to be up there. <laughs> I want the ball hog. I want the ball hog to be up there. So when people say it ain't even good to be a ball hog, oh, yeah, look, he's at the top, sitting on the throne. Now a playmaker sits on that. One. Yep. He's gonna sit on the throne. I was gonna say that's years. what it tells you. Be a playmaker. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So we broke down some myths today. What was that? We need an explanation. Well, you know, your WNBA uh, uh, comments. Uh, no, I know we broke down that I'm smarter than what I see on Instagram. And yeah, I'm there's more, more thought to it. I'm more, I'm more, there's more yeah. thought to what I write. I just write it so you can just talk about it. That's all it is. I just put it out there so, so in your face that it, it creates conversation. Mm-hmm. But... But if you actually asked me and made me talk about it, then you would see there was you know, a whole underlying you just, thing. You about just it. rub the sticks together and you start the fire. fire. You don't want to burn down the village. Mm-mm. Nah, just start the Mm-mm. fire. I mean, if you guys need consultants, you guys need any of that. Like, like in sports, like I know in basketball, there's consultants. And I, I, I asked the one question: <clears throat> what, what, what experience does that guy have to? consult on your team like does does he does he know how much sleep or what to eat at night or what time to go into the gym you know how to find a dead spot in the wood that gets picked up and put down and there's Mm -hmm. ice under the arena does he tell you how to stay warm when there is ice in the arena does he actually know any of that like you know how to you know stop from having shin splints because of cold ice because of the hockey you know, and because they put the slabs together, mm-hmm. there's always going to be dead spots, and you don't want to run into that dead spot when the game is on the line. No, no, no. That that consultant can't tell you how to do any of that. Just I watch a bunch of tape, and I say, hey, yeah, you you need to tuck your shooting arm in and put your elbow in, and like, what? Yeah, hey, y'all, yeah. That's what he's saying. You want to be? You I mean, yeah. I'm just saying, your y'all, y'all, out there? y'all teams spend a lot of money for nothing. Go get people who are actually knowledgeable about what they do. 
know. <clears throat> I'll do it for a little fee. You know what <laughs> I mean? I'll make, name your price. No, I'm, I'll make sure your players actually mm-hmm. learn how to get better. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, when you think about it, NBA, you guys designed the league for free agents not to come to your your city. So no joke, no joke. I mean, it's a it's it's competition business. No, so, so everyone should be looking for an advantage and an event, a competitive advantage yeah, so to that, build within stars. No, you have to also, build within your draft. Your so the players build, you have in your team are the most important players, right? Because free agents can't come there because of the money difference. So you should invest more mm-hmm. in building skilled in your organization you know and that's just so. it'll cost you yeah it, it'll cost you but but you'll have some monsters on your mm-hmm. team because they'll be they'll be they'll be learning the ins and the outs of how to get better during the season because that's when you get better during the season because everyone does the same thing has the same trainer in the summer you don't get better in the summer you i mean you you get better in the summer but getting better during the season is where you gain the mm-hmm. advantage over your opponents. Mm-hmm. It'll cost you. Might cost you a little. Might cost you a lot. But it will cost you. But it's worth it. Mm-hmm. All right. I mean, if, 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 if you're sitting there second guessing, just remember, I got picked 31 in the NBA draft. I should have been overseas, and I was averaging 29 in the NBA <laughs> four years later. Gotcha. That's the formula. If you want to win, learn how to work. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.